0: The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From booster same-game parlays, to live in-game mods, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and get a $100 free bet when you bet a $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com. W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. I'm just about that action, boss. Are back with another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You know me, you know the voice, you know the guy. It's me, really real villain real. It's Real and Jr. at your service. And Thursday night football breakdown. So you know I got my guy with me, Scott Studio. Right, Scott. What's going on?
1: Nothing much. Looking forward to going through the Thursday night football game. Should be fun. And I know after. Thanksgiving, we did very well on the sides in general. I know we hit the dog with the Lions and the Giants. They didn't win the game, but they still covered and can't really complain too much. So Thanksgiving was fine and looking forward to going through this game.
0: Yeah, we were two straight weeks with a first touchdown that came to a screeching halt as all the boring first touchdown people scored.
1: It was all the lowest odd people. (laughs) It it was so bad. (laughs) So there
0: was no absolutely zero fun in that. However, Thanksgiving was very good to us, and now we're coming here. Talk about Buffalo Bills at the New England Patriots, Thursday night football in Foxborough. And Ryan said this earlier. This is the first time in Josh Allen's career that he's played the Patriots in Foxborough, and it hasn't been the last game of the season. Really? So, so more, yeah, all four years that he's played them um, in Foxborough, it has been the last game of the season. So – now, a little different, different feel to this game, you got to say. Different feel to this game, a game that actually still really matters in this locked and loaded division. Buffalo is laying four on the road, 43 and a half is the total, looking like 35 degrees, 10-mile-per-hour winds in Foxborough. And for an injury report, we have Damian Harris, who is out. Quentin Morris, who is questionable for the Bills, and Jacoby Myers is questionable as well for the Patriots. So you are getting four points on Thursday Night Football with the Patriots. Are you taking
1: it? It's really, really tricky because New England looks so bad defensively against the Vikings. Primetime Kirk Cousins absolutely torched them, which is a serious red flag. <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. guess on the bright side, Mac Jones did have 380 plus passing yards. He looked sharp. I don't believe they scored, though, in the fourth quarter. So I'm pretty sure the offense was performing very well, then kind of stalled out in the last couple drives. They were near the red zone on their second-to-last drive, technically, and then you had the deep pass to Aguilar, which fell incomplete, and that was the last time they had a serious chance to score. They got the ball back with like a minute to go with their own five-yard line that doesn't really count. So New England's offense has been better. They couldn't run the ball. They completely just abandoned the run. They threw the ball a bunch, and I'm not sure if they're going to do the same thing against Buffalo or not because it wasn't a dome in Minnesota. Now it's in uh, you know, the cold December temperatures of Foxborough. So I expect to see them try to run the ball. I think I got a lean Buffalo and I don't feel great about it because Buffalo really has not looked good the last couple weeks, even against the lions. They didn't look great. They just found mm-hmm. a way to win. Uh, but I just think that Buffalo is the better team. Do you think new England's a good football team? Like I, I think that they're decent. I think they're slightly above average, but I think Buffalo, even with all the current concerns, they're still easily a top ten team in the league.
0: Yeah, I think New England definitely got a little bit better than I thought that they were going to be defensively, offensively, with their emergence of Ramon J. Stevenson. Where I mean, a lot of us really did call that, but it just seems like he's reinvigorated this offense, and Mac Jones has gotten to a place where he can make the he can make the completions and push the ball downfield. He's not going to win you the game, but he's not going to lose you the game. And so I think it's still, you know, not my favorite offense in the league. But I will admit, especially after last week and seeing those three quarters where they were putting up points, I was pretty impressed. And they pro- they probably should have put up more. I think that that was a touchdown by Hunter Henry. But mm-hmm. it's really, really tough that that came back. Um, in terms of this game, my issue with the Buffalo Bills is that I really think that. I think Allen's hurt. I mean I think he's hurt and I think that Bill Belichick is going to take advantage of that and really like there he's either going to force him to make difficult plays like those crazy Josh Allen plays or he's just going to straight up not just straight up take him out the game and throw him a whole bunch of stuff that he doesn't want to see like that he doesn't like seeing you know Josh Allen's not really a good zone quarterback the zone is where he has his lowest completion percentage QBR all of that stuff all QB stats they are terrible when he does zone when he's going up against zone. So, um, man, I four is like, I don't know. Would, would I be surprised that the bills won by a field goal? I wouldn't
1: No, I've just seen Allen the last two meetings absolutely demolish New England's defense. And I know that he's yeah. below 500. The, the playoff game where they didn't punt. I mean, that was one of the, biggest destructions I've seen in the playoffs arguably ever and then you also had the game last year to finish the season where Allen was phenomenal and Buffalo won a relatively close game but Allen made Allen plays and they won so I'm not going to say that Allen is Belichick proof when it comes to matchups I'm just saying he has had a bunch of success recently Mm -hmm. and Belichick's defense just got torched by Kirk Cousins I think New England's defense might be overrated like I, I think it's a good unit, but you look at who they've dominated against, and I mentioned this on on the total show. They beat Zach Wilson twice. They beat Sam Ellinger. You look at who they've played, they've really dominated against bad offenses. Even Baltimore's offense is pretty decent. I think we expect it to be better. Baltimore torched them earlier this season. Like, I'm not sure how good New England's defense actually is. Are you? Uh
0: yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. I you're making. they play better with you. They're gonna play I think, better because they're at my home. My thing but is still. Buffalo. Buffalo last five games hasn't covered a single game. They pushed eight versus the Browns, and they've been. They didn't cover nine and a half. They didn't cover six and a half against the Vikings. They didn't cover uh ten and a half against the Jets. They didn't cover ten and a half against the the uh, who is this the Packers? I am but four is just like uh, if I was the getting the Packers one was so misleading
1: good. too because they 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 were killing the Packers and they gave up after halftime because they just knew that they won the game. But still, <sighs> all
0: right, four is yeah, four is really not a lot. I mean, um, kind of. Uh, I think it could be a field goal game, but there's more. It's more like I can see it more. Josh Allen just leading a last second touchdown drive, or they're up big than. This being a close game, all right, I'll take the Bills minus four. That was tough.
1: I think I'm going to lean that way too, but it's really difficult to take points in a division game on a short week on the road. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's a good spot or anything like that, but I think when you're asking which team's better, I just think Buffalo's the better team. Yeah, Ma- Von Miller no, being out does hurt, though. But yes. I, Mac Jones had one really, really good game and they still lost I guess my question is what do you think's more likely Josh Allen has a bounce back game or Mac Jones once again torches an NFL defense because I think Mac yeah. Jones is fine I don't think he's like an amazing quarterback or anything like that but I'm not expecting him to play anywhere nearly as well as he did last week
0: yeah he's not my guy he's not my guy All right. I
1: think he's fine but I, I think that he needs a good system around him in order to succeed
0: I'm on the under. I think you were on the over.
1: I actually am leaning to the over. The more we talk about it, the more I actually question both defenses because Buffalo's defense was a strength earlier this year. Mm -hmm. Then it kind of fell off, but you also have uh, Von Miller now being out, so I kind of question how good Buffalo's pass rush is going to be in this game. Mm -hmm. But even besides all that, I mean, you're looking at just the overall defenses for these teams. I think they leave a lot to be desired. So yeah. I'm gonna lean over. I think you'll see a surprising amount of points in this game.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I'm with. Oh, no, no, I'm not with you. I'm on under. I'm, I'm still division game, primetime game. Uh, I think New. I think New England's defense really isn't that impressive. But I think this is a really big get-up spot, especially seeing how that went last season and how you ended the season, mm-hmm. just getting absolutely destroyed by this Buffalo team. I gotta think that they had this one circled and said hey we're we're going to come out here we're going to put on a really good performance and man i mean at this point josh Allen going to make sure he throw a red zone interception and it's just too many ways i can see these these both of these teams having some good drives and not putting much points on the board I'm going to go under forty-three and a half.
1: I think that is my favorite prop bet in this game, though. I do expect Allen to throw a pick. Like, I don't think he's going to be hey, perfectly. Hey,
0: you're, you're you're jumping the gun, sir. We have a schedule. We have a schedule. Sorry, my bad.
1: Yeah, things. my bad. Whatever. Here, like,
0: now, now, now how I look, if I go and I give out the Josh Allen intercept, I was going
1: to. But... We're both I mean, going you know, to. Of course we are. But whatever. Right. <laughs> the point is, I think Allen's going to play well, but I think he's going to make a, a mistake or two. That's my point. Yeah, I agree. All right.
0: Let's get into. Next part of this breakdown, first touchdown. Scott, I'm going to let you go first. Who do you have a first touchdown in this one? All
1: right. So I'm still looking at where the value might lie, and it's a bit tricky because you look at what these teams do, and usually the mainstream guys score first, usually. So mm-hmm. it's kind of tough to find value. However, I will go with a guy who actually had a very good game uh, last week, and he had a very good game against New England, I remember, in Week 17. It's going to be McKenzie for Buffalo, and I think that he has really found himself a role with this offense. Diggs didn't really do anything for the first half, and then he woke up in the fourth quarter, but if you're looking at who just was really solid from start to finish, it was definitely McKenzie, and Gabe Davis kind of went wall there. Uh, I'm not really sure what happened to him, but still, I think mckenzie's got great value i don't know if you see a better price than 15 to 1. do you see a better price than that i see mckenzie for 18 to 1. i'll take 18 to 1. i think that's just a good price for a guy that was really their main security blanket last week so my pick's going to be mckenzie for my first pick all right what else you got so uh besides that i am trying to think of some other potential long shots to play I didn't want to take Allen, didn't want to take Singletary, I didn't want to take Stevenson, but Stevenson would probably my main New England guess. I'm gonna go with the guy that got hosed last week. I'm gonna take Hunter Henry. Uh mm-hmm. I don't know if you see a better price than 19 to 1. Nope. So, but I'm um, okay. Either way, I'm gonna take 19 to 1. He had one last week, should have been two. He got robbed, but either way, I have seen Buffalo be a little bit inconsistent with guarding the tight end spot, and I think that in some play action passes. Henry could be a pretty solid one-on-one option to try to exploit a matchup. Uh, We know that in the red zone, he does get a lot of targets. I'll go with Hunter Henry at 19-1 to as my second choice. All right. You got anything else? Uh, I'm I'm trying to think if I wanted to potentially go backwards and take one of the smaller shots or not. I don't think so. I think I'm just going to stick with McKenzie and with uh, Henry. I thought about maybe Devontae Parker, but I don't really feel great about it. But I think I'm just gonna stick with those two. Try to go for a nice double digit shot. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh let's see here.
1: I I'm Wait. assuming you're gonna consider taking Josh Allen at like nine fifty. No, I, I see him at ten to one. Ten to one oh, you do? okay
0: my that's my threshold. If it's under ten to one, I'm not gonna take it. But
1: so I thought it was nine fifty. At ten to one, I'll yeah. I'll consider taking that as my third. Yeah.
0: I, I I got Josh Allen S1 uh 10 to 1. I'm willing to play that.
1: Uh let's see here. You want to double up on McKenzie? Mm, I think I I think I do. It's a good price.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty solid price. Uh no, I'm a I'm going to go back to Dawson Knox. I'm going to go back to Dawson Knox 13 to 1 this Really, like cheaper than I would have wanted it to be, but New England's just really bad against the tight end. Like they're they're bad mm-hmm. against the tight end, and I think Dawson Knox he's due. He has the opportunity against a soft de- a soft defense and the linebackers. I'll, I'll go with Dawson Knox for my other half a unit. Uh, man, let's sprinkle on um, New England defense. 32 to one. And I just, Josh Allen isn't right. Josh Allen isn't right. And I think there's a lot of opportunity for New England to like, of course, the best way for New England to get revenge from what the hell happened, one, win the game, but also score the ball on fucking defense, like force a pick six, force a scoop and score, something like that. Like get after and make it really uncomfortable for Josh Allen defensively and make it look like, what happened in that playoff game was a complete fluke. So I'll back New England's defense here, and um, I'm kind of talking myself off of Buffalo minus four. Um, you can one my switch. Last ones. It's
1: not illegal for
0: you to. You switch, took. You, know? you took. Uh, you took Hunter Henry. I'll take John Smith, and we'll split it. And there's a there's a solid chance that we get one of those two. So twenty five and one. I'll take John Smith.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. I uh, dog. Buffalo's really had an issue covering this number is small, but is it like two? Like, why did they make this three? Why is this not three? This should be three. I'm taking New England plus four. I'm fine. Okay. It. I'm Benedict Rowe. I'm taking New England plus four. All right. That defense is going to come alive. Buffalo wins, but it, it, it's a two point, one point game. All right player props Scott already alluded to it first player prop I'm not passing up on it he's not right he's not well he doesn't look good I'm taking Josh Allen to throw an
1: interception yeah I'm with you I I mean do we really have to lay out the case because right now I feel
0: like we talked about it this entire show
1: (laughs) we did I was gonna say he's the prohibitive favorite to lead the league in interceptions it's just a spot where he has made a lot of dumb decisions with the football It is minus 145, so shop around. Maybe you can find a 130, hopefully. Mm -hmm. But I'm just expecting in a cold weather in Foxborough, one bad throw against an opportunistic defense will end up resulting in this cashing. So I'm with you. I got Allen interception.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, My next prop going over to give me... Do I want to do... I'm going to Dawson Knox. Trying to think what I like more should I take his over three-and-a-half receptions at plus 125 or just keep it safe and do 32-and-a-half yards? Because this this New England's defense gives up a lot to the tight end position. That's pretty and tricky. And it, when you think about it, it makes sense with how uh, Bill Belichick does business and he tries to take away the best options for opposing defenses. And what does that leave open, especially if it's like a wide receiver or you're, you're, you're keying in on a running back? you're probably leaving the middle of the field open. I think there's a lot of room for the middle of the field for Dawson Knox here.
1: Yeah, I definitely can understand that, take. I'll, I'd probably go with the yards, but it's up to you.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to go with yards. Minus 120, 32 and a half yards, for, receiving yards for Dawson Knox. What's your next prop?
1: All right, uh, so my next prop's going to be New England running back uh, Ramon J. Stevenson, and I'm going to take him... Do I want the receiving yards or do I want the receptions? I think I'm going to take the receiving yards at 35 and a half. I'm going to take the over. Uh, his receptions were at four and a half, which is a little bit high for me. I kind of wish mm-hmm. it was three and a half. Give me the receptions. We saw New England abandon the run very quickly. Uh, last week, and Stevenson was really all over the place in a good way. In the receiving core, he had the huge screen pass. He was catching a lot of stuff underneath. It seems like he really is Mac Jones's favorite target, which sounds <laughs> bad, but yeah. I mean it kind of just feels that way. Yeah. And with Harris being out, they don't really have a backup running back. I know they recalled JJ Taylor from the practice squad, but if you were sent down to the practice squad, it means the team doesn't think you're that good anyway. Uh, Reading between the lines. So Stevenson Mm -hmm. should get a bunch of snaps here. We've seen him be heavily involved in the passing game. And I think you'll end up seeing Stevenson on some pretty solid matchups. Uh, So I'm going to go with Ramondre over 35 and a half receiving yards.
0: All right. Yeah, I like it. And I'm going to just keep it there. And I'm going to go to Ramondre Stevenson as well, over 63 and a half rushing yards. And... This is a significant drop. Like, he's normally in the 70, close to 80, depending on the matchup. Like, that's normal range. Now we got a serious drop because you think of that Buffalo Bills defense, but you also missing Von Miller. Like, you're missing pieces of that defense. And I think that in this one for Buffalo – you you kind of want to key in on Rajay Stevenson, but it just doesn't seem like many t- many teams can do that. Like there's not too many weeks that Rajay Stevenson doesn't have a good week, regardless if everybody understands that. Hey, Mac Jones is the guy that we need to kill us. So I think that this is more of a kind of a run and D game where New England establishes the run controls clock, controls time, possession, and tries to play really good defense and make it to the, make it out of this game without letting Josh Allen go up and down the field. So, yeah, give me the opportunity for Ramon Stevenson, who I'm just going to believe in the talent of the player rather than the talent of the defense on the other side.
1: Yeah, I get that. I just went with the passing game because I'm not sure how committed New England actually is to running the ball because last week they just abandoned it very, very quickly. And they had success. So I'm not sure if maybe they'll stick with a similar game plan in this one. We'll see. <laughs>
0: That's going to be a really – I'm really going to regret New England plus four if they decide to put the ball in Mac Jones' hands. I I don't think that's the way that you you beat Buffalo in this game. All right. What's your last prop?
1: So my last prop, I'm going to go with a special teams prop. I'm going to go with Nick Folk, and I'm going to take him over one-and-a-half field goals at even money, which I think is a very, very good price. Folk had the really horrible game against the Jets – Uh, where he attempted a bunch of field goals, only made one of them, but he was also in the middle of some serious wind, and every kick was taken, ended up just really getting caught, and you couldn't tell where it was going to go. But you're looking at how Folk's done lately, or just this season. He's been very good. In fact, he's made at least four field goals in three of the last four games. Once again, four field goals made in three of the last four games, (laughs) and it's over one and a half at even money. Sure. A- am I missing something? No, no. You said 10 I'll mile per hour wins. Like That's really not that bad. No, it's not. It's not. I don't think that
0: weather-wise, that's bad at all. I think you have a... I'm really kind of mad I didn't put that prop out. That's great. Plus money? Yeah, I'll take it. I like it. I'll cosign. i co-sign.
1: I'm just trying to think of just how Belichick calls games. And we've seen a lot of coaches be very aggressive going forward on fourth downs. The Staley's of the world. Kingsbury will do it. Uh, Ron mm-hmm. Rivera will do a date. You know, you know what I'm talking about. But Belichick is the opposite, and nobody talks about it. It's like, fourth and inches, 25-yard line, you know they're kicking. Like, you just know what's going to happen. They're going to kick the field goal. So <laughs> yeah. Belichick loves to take points, and I think that's going to benefit us in this spot. I think that it's the field goal prop definitely has value. And we saw Detroit move the ball pretty well against Buffalo. So I think New England can do the same.
0: All right uh that's yeah that's it that's it for all of our props before we get into dfs i gotta talk you to to you all about win bet because arizona colorado indiana louisiana michigan new jersey new york tennessee virginia all the places you can get win bet you get online sports betting casino play a win bet win hour you have uh build your own bets getting in the workshop and building your own bet creating those crazy parlays so much choose from. all you have to do is head over to com slash winbet. So you know, we sent you com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Bet $100. Get a $100 free bet when you sign up today. Offer subject change terms and conditions at winbet.com. older and order in the state where play Through win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Scott. We have our DFS lineup. Let's get in the workshop and start cooking. I will let you go first with your captain slot.
1: So for my captain slot, I thought about going with one of the expected ones. Probably Allen or Stevenson would be the main one. I'm going to go with Diggs in this one. I think that there's value on Diggs. We saw he was awful in the first half. Then he was amazing in the second half, had a touchdown, had the big 34-yard catch there to set up the game-winning field goal. New England has had a really hard time guarding him. In the past, and we know how good he can be. I'm hoping for a Diggs masterclass game. All right,
0: I'm playing. I'm just playing all the way into because I'm trying to do something different. I'm trying to do something that I don't think people are doing.
1: I thought Diggs would be a bit
0: different. That's why I took. It, yeah, that right. is a little different. I actually was like, I perked up a little bit when you said Diggs. I was like, Oh, really? Okay. But I'm trying to be really different. I just don't think many people are playing this Patriots defense in a captain slot against Josh Allen. And from what Josh Allen has showed me recently, from what he looks health-wise, from how I know how opportunistic this defense can be, plus you add in the revenge factor of being embarrassed the last time you played this team, I think that this is a really good spot for them. Like If they get up for this game, if they get a defensive touchdown, like like I said earlier, scooping score, something like that, I'm going to feel really, really good about this. I think that they'll be able to get a little bit of pressure and force Josh Allen outside the pocket. I just need a couple mistakes. That's it. So, yeah, I'll take New England's defense on Thursday night in my captain slot.
1: I can tell you right now that's going to be probably one of the, besides the depth players, it's going to be one of the lowest percentage captain spot, guys. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Who do you have next? All right. So for my second one, I'm gonna go with Josh Allen. I'm not gonna take digs and not include Josh Allen. I think even though the interception is probably gonna happen, it just is what it is. I mm. can't turn down the rushing upside. And if you're expecting Allen in every game he plays to walk into forty something rushing yards, maybe even more than that, if he breaks one. He also has the rushing touchdown upside. I think he's just too skilled to not take. Or I think I think yeah, so I'm I'm gonna go with Allen. I think you have to basically take him just because of the rushing. He could have a terrible passing game, but if he puts together a rushing touchdown alone in forty something yards, he's still bare minimum going to put up double digit fantasy points. So I got to go with Allen.
0: Yeah, I and I'm. I mean, do I do I play Allen? I mean, I feel like I still can play Allen even though I have the defense. Just That's my point. If you he gotta, has that upside, like I. I was sitting here when I was crafting this. I'm like, dang, should I play Allen? Should I take Allen out? But I'm like, I don't there's not nothing I think that New England's defense is gonna do to put up fantasy points that's still gonna take too, too much away from Josh Allen.
1: I think you have to. Like I think if you want to talk about the million dollar lineup and what's expected, I think Allen's guaranteed to be in that lineup just because his worst game is still good enough to be a top five guy in this matchup.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Who do you have next? So for my next one, I am going to pivot and talk about New England. I'm going to take Stevenson. Uh, No surprise. I'm sure you're going to have him as well. But when you're missing the second running back that is on the depth chart, and we saw Stevenson's role in the passing game really increase the last couple of games, I think Stevenson's an autoplay. And it's mostly because they really don't have a backup that's worth a damn. I just think that Stevenson's in line to have a lot of workload. He can be used in the red zone for touchdowns. He can catch screen passes. He can catch regular dump-off passes. Some of it plays into Mac Jones' hands because we don't exactly trust Mac Jones to throw the ball down the field. I'm sure Belichick doesn't either, so you might see a lot of checkdowns, but the volume should be there. You have the rushing yards. I I have the receiving yards for the same guy. I think that means we kind of have to play him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm going to take Stevenson because I just think his workload in the running attack and the passing attack is going to be too much to overcome.
0: Yeah, same thing. That's the same reason I have him in my lineup as well. Uh, yeah, a lot of variance. I actually just made a switch. I had somebody out, but you kind of sold me on digs a little bit and enough for me to add him into the lineup. And just thinking that if, the, if, if New England's defense schemes – out anybody in this passing game, I gotta think Diggs is still gonna find a way to get his. Like Josh Allen just really pigeonholes him the ball. And if we come out and we look at this game, and he has some ten receptions for seventy yards, like that's like okay, New England's happy of what they did, but Diggs still also had ten receptions.
1: When you say scheme out, I think the main options Gabe Davis because you figure the more plays that the Bills have to run offensively, the more likely they are to turn it over. I think Belichick's game plan is don't give up any extremely huge plays and we'll take our chances with a turnover-prone quarterback. At least that would be my guess.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I like that. All right. Uh, Let's go back to you. Give us another player.
1: So I'm going to go with two low-budget guys because I have Diggs, Allen, and Stevenson. I got to go low-budget. I'm going to go with a guy that's been... I, in my opinion, I think he's the most mispriced guy on the board. I know Buffalo is good against tight ends based on overall numbers. I still think that the, the Detroit threw a touchdown pass to a tight end, didn't they? Uh, didn't Brock Wright get loose for like a play-action touchdown? I
0: uh, do no, know, because if he got loose for a touchdown, I, I feel like I'd remember it. I had him on my bingo card. Uh, it was or- DJ Chart. It was... I'm in Ross St. Brown. It
1: was Jamal
0: Williams. and That was it, I guess. So, my bad. Yeah.
1: Okay, my bad. For some reason, I thought that he had a touchdown. I, either way, uh, I am going to go with Hunter Henry in this spot. The site that I'm using, he's 6,500. Mm. For a guy who's on the field a lot, for a guy who should have had two touchdowns last week, only had one. He's priced below Naheem Hines. He's a 1,000 below Tyquan Thornton and mm-hmm. James Cook but mm-hmm. like, what what are we doing here like 6500 for a guy who we know is a pretty common target in the red zone for New England I think is a steal now I guess the argument is the yards probably won't be there so you need a touchdown but Henry's been good in the red zone I'll take Hunter Henry at 6500. All right I am
0: going to a tight end but I'm going to the other tight end the more expensive tight end NS Dawson Knox because
1: I tried it last I think, week. I'm I have PTSD from last week. I'm just not going to bother.
0: I think he. I think he sneaks into the end zone. I do. I think he sneaks into the end zone. I think this is his game. I'm waiting on it. This is the one. Dawson Knox gets into the end zone for one of the few scores on the Buffalo side of the ball. And then I'm because I think I have an extra player. Yeah, I'm going with. Well, I still have one player left, so you might have oh, two okay. left over. Oh, no, no, I got... No, because I said digs already.
1: All right, so yeah, okay. go ahead. Go ahead with your last player. So my last one, I'm going to go with the guy with the same exact salary. Uh, it's a guy you actually liked last week. It's kind of a, sle- a sneaky play there. It's going to be Aguilar. And I see ah! him... At, I see him at 6500 I just think it's a good price. Buffalo's been really bad against the pass lately with all the injuries. Von Miller's now out, so you're assuming Mac Jones can get some... Uh, not Mac Jones, sorry. Yeah, you're, Mac Jones. You're assuming Mac Jones can get some added time in the pocket. Uh, We saw... That I just think Buffalo's pass rush is good, but I think it's a little overrated. And with Mm -hmm. Vaughn being out, that's a big loss. They were already missing Russo for a couple weeks there, so they're not exactly healthy. But Aguilar was good last week. He had six catches for 65 yards, had a touchdown. He almost had another catch, which would have given them first and goal there on the second-to-last drive. So Aguilar became a focal point in the offense, but I like the eight targets last week. And Myers questionable? Yeah, Myers questionable. I think Aguilar at six thousand five hundred, and that's a hell of a price. I'm gonna take him yeah. as my final player. You just made me want to make another lineup with Nelson Aguilar. Oh man.
0: Why didn't I give out a Nelson Aguilar prop? Shit. You just got me hype over Nelson Aguilar again. All right. Last player for me. You sold me into it and I put him in the lineup. Give me Nick Folk, man. Like I I don't trust New England's offense, but I think that they're gonna make this game close. I think Nick Folk could come out here and add add way past to that field goal total that you were talking about. You said, what, four in the past
1: three games? He's had four in three of the last four. He's had at least four made field goals in three of the last four games. Yeah, absolutely. So give me some Nick Folk here.
0: All right. That's it for our million-dollar lineups. Make sure you tap in with us. And we can go straight into the lock and anytime touchdown segment of the show. For my lock, give me that under, man. I'm going back to the under. Give me an under 43 and a half. I think this defense gets right for Buffalo, and I don't trust the Patriots offense still. (laughs) All right. Under 43 and a half for my lock. For my touchdown score, I mean, do I go? If I don't go back to him this week, because we have him back-to-back Thursdays, if I don't go back to him, he's going to do it. Like, he's going to score. So, I have to go back to him. Give me Dawson Knox, plus 280.
1: Okay, so for my lock, I'm going to go back to the even money play. I'm going to take Folk because it's even money, and you're looking at just the fact that he's made four, four at least four field goals in three of the last four games. Yeah, even yeah, money insane. is. I mean, that that's an auto play as far as I'm concerned. It's might be a little windy. It's not crazy. The Jets game was extreme wind. It's not that bad, mm. but I think when you're looking at the matchup, Folk one and a half field goals. I think that's going to work out well. So that'll be my lock. And for my touchdown score, I have some options, but uh, where do I want to go with this one? I'm really torn between two. It's either going to be McKenzie or it's going to be, you know what? No, nah, the price is too good. I'm going to go with Aguilar. Uh, I see Aguilar at around like $340. i am curious if you can find a better price than that or not. But Aguilar was really good last no, week. No, that is the best price. I see 220 and like 340 is a hell of a deal because Myers once again might not play and you might get even more of a workload for Aguilor 340. I think is a hell of a price. Give me Nelson Aguilar plus 340. All right. Scott, anything else for the show for we get up out of here? No, looking forward to one of these days winning a Millie. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be this week or not, but we'll figure it out. Uh, besides that, though, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rice Show Radio. Besides the NFL Gambling Podcast, still doing, of course, the NBA Gambling Podcast. And tennis, I know we're on a bit of a break because the season's basically over. We'll bring that back probably in a month or two. But you know where to find me. It's on Twitter. Yep, I'm at really real underscore. underscore and make sure you subscribe to the nfl
0: gambling podcast all the podcasts in the network everything subscribe go leave a review leave a review right now if you can just go drop a review real quick uh, we gave you a few t- like come on two of the past three weeks we've had first touchdowns drop us a review appreciate that uh anything else i mean no that's really it nothing else to say nothing else to do i have no idea how I'm gonna end the podcast, so we're just gonna end it like this we are out of here